are live. I hope everybody is doing good. Probably coming off the Trump rally. Let's hop right to it because we only got 55 minutes of fury tonight. Pick from the Gateway Pundit. Conclusive COVID-19 was made in a laboratory without a reckoning. Even more deadly pandemics are in the future. Boston University right now is doing gain-of-function research where they have developed a version of COVID-19 that is 80% fatal. We need to put an end to gain-of-function research, which is nothing but a vaccine-producing factory for Big Pharma. That's all that it is. You might be thinking, Tom, why are you still on COVID? Because until everybody recognizes what it actually is, the global cabal, and what I mean by the global cabal, is globalist leftist leftist globalist the wef the democratic party whatever name you want to put on it represented by ursula van der leyen and the world in the uh, european union klaus schwab world economic forum justin trudeau in canada joe biden right here all members all speakers all contributors to the world economic forum and until we realize what COVID really is and what it real and that goes with the, there's a couple layers to that what it really is as far as a disease and what it really is as far as a tactic. But let's break this down here. So this article has come out. I'm going to read you some snippets out of it. Was it basically, it's now become ba- I mean, extremely obvious what it, what this where this came from. Now, all of us, if you're watching this podcast, you already knew it was a lab leak. It was a, a, a product of gain-of-function research funded by EcoHealth Alliance, which received their funding. From Anthony Fauci, funded by the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation, funded by the CCP, and probably numerous other sources also. But here's the thing: let's let's lay the groundwork with Anthony Anthony Fauci. YouTube video: COVID-19 likely a natural occurrence. Play for me. Curious to ask you: What is your latest thinking on the origins of the virus? Um, whether it's as you like to say, wild type or if it's something that could have uh, escaped from a lab. Um, I'm just curious what your latest thinking is on that. Yeah, as I've said many times, many of us feel that it is more likely that this is a natural occurrence as has happened with SARS-CoV-1, where it goes from an animal reservoir to a human. But we don't know 100% the answer to that. And since this is a question that keeps being asked, we feel strongly, all of us, that we should continue with the investigation and go to the next phase of the investigation that the WHO... Back to me. Now, this is somebody who's saying now that we should continue with the investigation. Where was his insistence on any sort of in-depth investigation into the Wuhan Institute of Virology of which he funded through the EcoHealth Alliance? Where was the insistence on... That investigation, there was none. Where was Anthony Fauci running up to a podium at any point over the last 30 months of 15 days to flatten the curve saying, you know what, this could be a result. This COVID-19 virus, the alpha variant, could be a product of the gain-of-function research that I was funneling millions to through the EcoHealth Alliance and, 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 and Peter Daszak. Where was his, where, where was any of this, uh, 
urgency to find out about what is the actual origin of this virus. The reason why he's doing what he always does, don't mask, then mask, never going to have vaccine mandates, now wants vaccine mandates, lockdowns, we shouldn't have them, you know, be too long. Now now I'm saying that they, they, now he's saying they should have been more severe. He just vacillates back and forth into whatever is politically acceptable for him because he's nothing more than a politician who's held his office since 1980 and has never cured anything and has never helped anybody. Now here's a piece of the article, comes from the Gateway Pundit. A blockbuster scientific article published on October 20th of 2022 analyzed the restriction sites of COVID-19, which are cutting and pasting markers for viruses constructed in the laboratory. According to the authors, COVID-19 has the restriction site fingerprint, hard to say that, that is typical for synthetic viruses. The synthetic fingerprint found in COVID-19 is not a feature of naturally occurring coronaviruses, but is common in lab-assembled viruses. In addition, the type of mutations that differentiate the restriction sites in COVID-19 are characteristic of engineering, and the concentration of of these mutations in the restriction site is extremely unlikely to have arisen by random evolution. Now, he just said a moment ago, and remember the timeline with this. Anthony Fauci just said, now that's not, I'm not saying that that interview was a moment ago, but that's what he said in the, in the interview a moment ago. This is a man who put an organized, actually organized propaganda against the lab leak theory, which by the way, lab leak leak is a little bit of a, of a misconstruement of the facts also, because it really wasn't a lab leak. In my opinion, it was on purpose. It was done by the CCP and the globalist elite, who they are hand and glove with. But he, he orchestrated through the Lancet, all of these doctors, just like you had 50 former Intel officials come out and say that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian dis- disinformation. He orchestrated all of his the, what you would call maybe medical intel propagandists to come out through the Lancet and say, you know what, the lab leak theory is wrong. Remember, he even in some of his emails that we actually got to see that were unredacted, that were read in the Senate subcommittee. He was actually between him and other doctors where the other doctors were saying to him, this certainly looks like a lab leak or a, a, uh, a manufactured virus. And, and, and Anthony Fauci, basically him and then Francis Collins colluded to put out information that it was not a man-made virus. That's who these people are. Understand that's who they are. When you are Anthony Fauci and you're sitting on the board of Gilead, when you're Anthony Fauci and you're sitting on the board of the Bill and Melinda Gates Vaccine Commission, understand who he's actually working for when he's a multi-multi-millionaire has made about 14 million since, I mean, has anybody watching this right now ever made 14 million in your entire life? Since the beginning of COVID-19, last 30 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, the 15 days of flattening the curve that him and Deborah Burks wanted, the heads of the Coronavirus Response Task Force under the Trump administration, and of course now Anthony Fauci is a lead advisor. Doctor, I can't remember his name, is now the head of their response, but he's a lead advisor for their response to COVID-19. All of their, all of their, you know, all of their suggestions, their, well, their mandates, all, all the things that they came up with, not, of course, not one of them worked. We all know that. But he's been, he's been orchestrating propaganda from day one, especially about the lab leak theory. Why would he do that? Why would Anthony Fauci be orchestrating gaslit 
Pravda propaganda against the lab leak theory because he was funding the lab that leaked the virus or purposely released the virus. Both the restriction site fingerprint and the pattern of mutations generating them are not characteristic of naturally occurring coronaviruses, but are nearly universal in synthetic man-made viruses. That is, there is no pathway by which COVID-19 could have evolved from coronaviruses found in nature. I repeat, that is, there is no pathway by which COVID-19 could have evolved from coronaviruses found in nature. And basically, Anthony Fauci is now watering down his rhetoric, but for the last 30 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, he has been saying that he believes it's a naturally occurring virus that leaped from animal, like he, he uses reservoir, where he always says reservoir, Reservoir leaking, hopping from animal reservoirs into human reservoirs. That is not what happened. That is, there is no pathway by which COVID-19 could have evolved. Now, listen, this came out early on. You you can ask my producer, Aaron, we put this out. People who actually looked under microscopes with Anthony Fauci never has, the people who actually look, understand this, the man has never looked at COVID-19 under the microscope, ever. He's never looked at the results of vaccines under the microscope, Ever. He's never done any of those things. He's never looked at S spike proteins. He's never looked at cell wall, uh, cell wall, uh, the, the surfaces of cell walls after the S spike protein uh, mRNA injections, where it turns cell walls from smooth into jagged, causing blood clots. He's never looked. That's Dr. Ryan Cole, Robert W. Malone, Charles Hoff, Peter McCullough world-renowned pathologists, epidemiologists, MDs, and scientists and developers, uh, vaccinologists, which is uh, Robert, Robert W. Malone. He's never done any of those things ever. But what he had was a vested, vested interest because he funded the Wuhan Institute of Virology through Peter Daszak and the Equal Health Alliance. Millions and millions of dollars they backdoored through the Trump administration. Rather than being arrested or brought to trial, scientists who contributed to the creation of COVID-19 have been rewarded with new research grants from Anthony Fauci, such as Peter Daszak got more money, more money. Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, who Anthony Fauci funneled money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. He's gotten more money, such as Peter Daszak, a longtime collaborator with China's Wuhan Institute of Virology, believed to be the facility that synthesized COVID-19. In fact, even more dangerous viral genetic uh, engineering experiments are underway, like at Boston University, which I spoke about earlier, where they've created a COVID-19 with a post-infection fatality rate of 80%. What is more shocking is that those experiments at Boston University were not done. <laughs> not get this now. We're not done in its high containment biosafety level four facility, but used a lower safety level three protocol, enormously increasing the risk for human infection and transmission. So you're going from a 99.9% survival virus to a 20% survival virus. And that was so unimportant to the scientists who are being funded by Anthony Fauci at, the, at Boston University for gain-of-function research, which should be outlawed. It's so unimportant to them. They, they didn't even use a level four bio lab. They used a level three with a virus that kills 80% of the people that it touches. That's, that's where we're at right now. Just understand that. The man has been lying from day one. Rand Paul tweet, in the lab leak theory, 
we, uh, if the lab leak theory were true, it would mean Fauci could be potentially implicated in funding the research on viruses that caused the pandemic, which killed millions. This is because Fauci funded risk, uh, uh, risky gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And I'll leave this up for me just a second. Let me just go over in depth here. When I read tweets like this, understand I don't believe that millions of people have died of COVID-19. Maybe one or two million, but not the seven, eight, or nine million that they're claiming because there's so many layers to COVID-19, so many manipulative layers that I'm not going to get into tonight. I get into them all the time on the podcast, but there's so many manipulative layers, whether it's the global layer, whether it's the pharmaceutical layer, whether it's people like that are profiteering off of pharmaceutical companies, whether it's people who are self-aggrandizing off of the pandemic, like Anthony Fauci, where he gets to be on Time Magazine, interviewed by all the leftist mainstream media, Beyond Magazine covers, gets to throw out, I think he, two years in a row, he's thrown out the baseball for the, for the opener of the, of the, uh, the, the Washington, D.C. baseball team. Uh, what is that, the Senators? Can't remember. But anyway, whatever they are. I don't watch professional sports much anymore, so I've kind of lost contact. But he gets to be a celebrity. There's just so many layers. Obviously, the one that I'm always touting, which is the, the pandemic was all about getting to the vaccine passports to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant. That's what it's really all about. Washington Nationals. The old, the old teams of the Senators. Thank you, Aaron. All right, uh, go to jo- let's go to Joseph Ladapo video. Americans should be able to trust somebody who has pimped and hoard over the last 30 months of 15 days to flatten the curve that this is a naturally occurring virus. He was insistent upon it, very insistent upon it because he funded gain-of-function research at the research facility that developed COVID-19 and leaked COVID-19. So, of course, it has to be naturally occurring, right? Because that, that's what benefits Anthony Fauci. That's all that he cares about. But here's Joseph Ladapo. Surgeon General for the state of Florida, uh, uh, state of Florida, Americans should be able to trust their public health officials. The lies of of Dr. Fauci and others have squandered that trust. Play it for me, Will. Dr. Fauci is now spinning the narrative, saying he never called for shutdowns. He is leaving the NIH. Let's check him on the record. He did recommend shutdowns. Watch this. Was it a mistake in so many states and so many localities uh, to see schools closed as long as they were? I had nothing yeah. to do. I mean, you're, I you're, mean you're, let's you're, get down to the facts. I didn't shut down anything. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. And the only way to do that is by draconian means of essentially shutting down a country. We know that we can do that if we shut down. Well, if I knew at the time that shutting down would have such a dramatic effect on controlling the spread obviously we would have shut down earlier not only did he say shut down he said he would have shut down earlier those are the facts dr fauci your reaction yes earlier and harder that's the dr fauci playbook i hope americans recognize that the individual that led the response that president biden and all these other people were saying they trust is now he's clearly lying he is the energy behind the shutdowns and he has the audacity to go on tv and tell people that he didn't have anything to do with it that's the individual and how can you trust someone like that this man is a uh, dr fauci is a self-promoting self-aggrandizing 
pathological liar. Remember, he says he never called. He never called for uh, for shutdowns. Then we have him numerous times. This is a, this is a little uh, not. It's not a debate. It's a discussion that I have with my producer Aaron. I'm like, do these people not realize that there's videotape, and that's an old that's an old sort of way to frame it. I mean, there's recordings everywhere. I mean, social media, YouTube, everywhere of all of the things that you've said in the in the public forum everywhere. These, these people not realize that. So he says they never called for lockdowns. He called for lockdowns numerous times. Remember, he said, don't wear a mask. Then he said, wear a mask. Then he said, wear two masks. And even at the onset of COVID, which I don't agree with this step, I'm just saying. But he said, don't, you know, uh, Trump came to him and said, you know, we need to do a travel ban. Nobody started off with nobody incoming from China. He was against a Chinese travel ban from Wuhan. He didn't want anybody to be banned from coming into the United States from Wuhan. All right, which, by the way, we shouldn't have because that's the way you get to herd immunity. But anyway, then he said the vaccine would stop transmission. It didn't. Then he said the vaccine would stop uh, infection. It didn't. Then he said the vaccine would stop hospitalization. It didn't. Then he said the vaccine would stop death. It didn't. The man is a pathological, self-aggrandizing, self-promoting, principalist Democratic Party hack. And the sad thing is, which you hear every one of these podcasts, is all the Christians, this is a Democratic Party operative, a pro-baby butchering operative on the Bill and Melinda vaccine board. And whatever, all he has to do is put medical in front of anything. Or we're going to try to keep you from getting sick. And all of the Christians, all of the evangelical pastors, Get in lockstep behind a baby butchering, self-aggrandizing, pathological liar. All you have to do is put medical in front of it. And we have shown the American church will get in lockstep with the Democratic Party. That's exactly, you're like, Tom, it's not just, you know, listen, the Democratic Party is a single finger of the World Economic Forum, but a very powerful, very powerful appendage of the World Economic Forum. And the American church and really the global church has shown that they will get in lockstep with their theological and ideological opponents if you put medical in front of anything, which is what they're going to do with carbon and and climate change to control you, to leverage you into a one world commerce system, to force people eventually to put a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. It is is coming but we are the restraining and we can win this generation all right i'm not sure how to pronounce her name but jenna Nunes uh tweet exciting news in missouri first in missouri v biden great state attorney out there suing the biden administration judge dowdy granted our request to depose federal officials including anthony fauci jen saki carol crawford vivek murthy who is the attorney general for the i mean the uh Surgeon General for the, for the United States, and several others about their involvement in social media censorship. I'm working on getting uh, the order up on the website. And I just so like someone like me, I was banned off of YouTube. My church was banned off of YouTube. I've got two strikes on YouTube right now. If you want to watch us on YouTube, you got to go to my producer Aaron's page, Aaron Yeager, and watch us on YouTube. He's not banned yet because they don't know about him yet. When he gets known, there's a couple hundred people watching, then they'll look to ban him too. I'm banned for life. The church is banned for life. And I have two strikes because I use the word ivermectin. And what they'll do is that any, and I just use the word ivermectin. That's it. 
So obviously, that's how the algorithm was set up. It's not, it's not a person that bans you. It's simply an algorithm. Algorithm that prints out some sort of you know, notice that they send to you sometimes. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you get a notice. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes your stuff just disappears. But these people are being held accountable, at least by the state of Missouri. These people are being held accountable, at least by the state of Texas. These people are being held accountable, at least by the state of Florida. And every red governor needs to do the same. It would be a very powerful statement. Trying to remember the exact order. I believe I know what the largest state in the union, of course, is California. Number two is Texas. Number three is Florida. Number four is New York. I think I've got the order right. So two out of the top four are red states, very large. Number two and number three. They own one and four. And the people are leaving those states in droves and moving into two and three. So we are very powerful. If everybody would take this stand and say, you know what? You don't get to operate in our state. If you're going to just arbitrarily ban opposing political viewpoints, then you are not allowed to operate in any, in any way, shape, or form in our states. The same way I say about insurance companies. If you don't want to offer a certain kind of coverage, like in the state of Florida, where you got 23 million people living here, you don't want our windstorm, you don't want to, you don't want to offer windstorm coverage, you shouldn't be able to offer car coverage. You shouldn't be able to author, uh, offer health coverage. Nothing, no, short, no sort of insurance at all. And it's the same thing when it comes to Facebook, when it comes to YouTube, when it comes to social media. If they want to operate in a state, they, and by the way, they're governed by federal, federal stat, they're governed by federal statute that they are not allowed. They are a platform, not a publisher. They are not allowed to ban political speech or they lose all their liability coverage because they turn into a publisher, which Facebook, YouTube, Google have all been publishers over the la- at least the last 30 months and 15 days to flatten the curve as they've banned basically everything that they've called misinformation or disinformation turned out to be true. Everything I said about ivermectin was true. Everything I said about vaccines was true. But that's what needs to happen in every state. All right, on to the next one. Pelham tweet. Von Ursula, he's talking about Ursula von der Leyen, who is the president of the European Union, unelected, by the way, is married. It's strange how they all know each other. I mean, it's just, no, it's just all coincidence. It's all coincidence. It's uh, just, you know, it's just weird how Bill and Melinda Gates fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology, have event 201, and then you have an outbreak of COVID-19. Very, very, it's, just, it's all coincidence. It's all coincidence. And it's funny how Ursula von der Leyen is married to the German doctor Heiko Vanderlein, who is the director of Organasis, which is owned by Pfizer. And the same company that Ursula signed a $71 billion euro contract with to buy an astronomical 4.6 billion doses. Okay, how many people live in the European Union? Certainly isn't 4.6 billion. She bought like, she bought enough, I believe if I got the stats right, enough shots to give each European Union member citizen 10 shots. That's it. Now here's uh, Christian Verhees, which is one of my heroes in the European Union. Watch what he says on this video. Play it for me, Will. Ursula von der Leyen must immediately and unconditionally resign from her position as president of of the European Commission due to the fact that her actions are currently criminally investigated by the European Public Prosecutor's Office. EPPO just announced a few days ago that it's investigating the way the contracts were signed between the European Commission and the producers of vaccines 
And this is what the Court of Auditors just stated in the report released a few days ago, and I quote, the Commission has signed up to November 2021 71 billion euros worth of contracts on behalf of the member states to purchase up to 4.6 billion COVID-19 vaccine doses. That means that she purchased 10 doses of vaccines for every EU citizen based on contracts that were never released to the public. This is how the contracts that she signed with these pharmaceutical companies were released to the public. How is this possible in the European Union that is called to be transparent? with the way he's using people's money. So I'm asking again and calling again for immediate and unconditional resignation. Thank you. I put Will and my producer Aaron to some hard work during that video. Notice that, well, I was wondering where I got that information from. It's from watching Christian Verhees. But he, she bought enough doses from the company, basically from the company that her husband works for. I mean, remember that her, her husband, Dr. Heiko Vanderlein, works for Organesis. Now, this is what my producer Aaron came up with, which is what? What is, what is Organesis, which is a subsidiary of Pfizer? What is it exactly? Well, they're a company that works on cell and gene therapies. I mean, remember, how, remember how Mark Zuckerberg came out and said, you know, that the, the vaccine wasn't a gene altering vaccine was not a cell and gene therapeutic remember that but now he's come out and, and reversed himself just like anthony fauci does that men banned people mark zuckerberg banned people and, and shadow banned people in limited people's reach because they said the mrna vaccination was a gene therapeutic was a gene manipulator was a gene alterer and now he, those people are banned. and they in the left never res, never actually rescinds what they do they never actually apologize for them by the way Neither does the American church. I mean, again, following the left's example, because I've yet to hear a pastor come out and say, I've heard Dan Bongino come out and say, heard Chip Roy come out and say, I was wrong in my COVID response. Great. But I have yet to hear an evangelical pastor publicly come out and say, I was wrong. And 99.9%, the same as the survival rate of COVID, of churches closed, masked, pimped and hoard vaccines. Simple as that. And none of them have ever come out and said that they were wrong. But back to Ursula Vanderlein. So her husband is is a works for a company that's that does cell and gene therapy organesis. And the Ursula Vanderlein purchased 10 shots per European Union member, which by the way, credit to her, they're five shots there now. They're five shots close, they're halfway there. It's batting 500. So, but all, isn't it weird how all of these people know each other and they all are mutually benefiting off of this? You remember that? Now, here's an interesting picture. I love this picture. I had, I had Will get this up there for me. That's, why is it that any healthcare information, if they're going to drop that word healthcare on it, it's for your health, it's for your protection, it's all about your health, whatever it may be, then why is all healthcare data looking like this? These are not, these are, this is not a list of CIA operatives. It's not a list of spies. It's not a list of, of military intel operatives. It's not, it's not a name of all of, all of our Marines and where they live. It's not, it's not plans for an invasion of this or an invasion of that. This is a contract with Pfizer. Why is that not public knowledge? And then why, if it's not public knowledge, does everybody line up to take their vaccine? 
Why wouldn't it send? Why wouldn't it ring any alarm bells in any Christian's head? Then when Pfizer doesn't want to release their developmental data for 75 years and the data they do release looks like this, that maybe you might not want to take their jab. Does that make sense to everybody in this room? I I don't get it. But, you know, I had to break out. I had had to have Aaron dig deep and find one of my favorite videos because here's Ursula Vandalizing pimping and whoring vaccine passports. Play for me. President of the EU. Uh, not a scary organization at all. I've always loved the European Union. Haven't you? Just mm. the precursor to one world government. It's just, it's awesome. And to hear the president of the EU explaining how you in Europe can get your life back to normal in that German accent she has, that just sounds so soothing to me. Um, here's what she says uh, is important to get your life back here. Here she comes. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Good to see you. Before Easter, we promised Mm -hmm. to the Europeans that we will do everything possible so that they can gain back um, some normality when Mm -hmm. uh, planning for their uh, well-deserved summer holidays. So on Monday, the Mm -hmm. European Parliament and the European Council Mm -hmm. signed the regulation for the EU digital COVID certificate. It is applicable from the 1st of July on, but if you want to as a member state, you can sign up early voluntarily. And that's what Belgium did. Belgium Belgium allows it as of today um, to uh, travel with a certificate Mm -hmm. and they issue their certificate. And here is mine. So everyone who is fully vaccinated Mm -hmm. or tested negative or has recovered from COVID can get one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have right now 15 member states that have already signed up. And from the 1st of July, all 27 member states have to apply these EU digital mm-hmm. certificates for the COVID. Mm-hmm. I am planning now to start my tour through 27 member states for the next generation EU, our um, recovering resilient plan. And I'm very curious to test and to see how this certificate will work. Thank you. That's wonderful. All right. Oh, that's now, great. She so, held hers up. Can I just take a picture of that? And uh, use hers? Yes. Is that okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So essentially what she's saying is, uh, you must have your papers. <laughs> They'll be digital, but you must have some. We have a base of making you have your papers. Please. There you go. One of my all-time videos. We um, favorite videos. We added the music on the end. My producer Aaron did, and just you know, hopping onto that video. Did she? Did you hear what she said? Now I know it's an old video, but by the way, there. I mean, they've rescinded some of their vaccine passport requirements. Maybe them all. I don't know. It, it depends on which country and what you know. But all. But they're all still under a state of emergency, so they can reinstitute those vaccine passport requirements. But notice what she said. She goes so that. People can gain back a some semblance of normality. They're going so people can gain back some of the freedoms that I myself stole from you. And people, oh, oh goody, give me the vaccine passport then. And notice what you know. Well, it's, it's just frightening how she does. You know, her digital COVID certificate, digital COVID certificate, and it's like. 
It's just, I mean, it sounds like a James Bond villain, but digital COVID certificate. And she says that you can get voluntarily at the beginning, at first, and then she talks about how 15 states have signed on and that you have to have it. You're like, Tom, they wouldn't, how, they, how would people, how do people just contradict themselves? They're not contradicting themselves. You can keep your doctor. Remember Obama said that you can keep your doctor. You like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. It's been proven that he knew prior to that statement it wasn't true. You mean people just bold face lie? Yes. They bold face lie because you are either with God, you are with Yahweh in the name of Jesus Christ through the one and only access point to to God, and that's Jesus, the only one that can wash away our sin. You, you have that, you have that, that, that's the only thing you're either for God through Jesus, or you are against God. You are either hot or cold. You are black or you are white. It's as simple as that. There's no tweener, no purgatory. You're one or the other right now, period. That's it. You're like, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a good person. No, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah 7, 17, 19. That is the condition of all unsaved people. Those of us who are saved are in the process of sanctification. We are far from perfect, but we are now in right standing with God. You are either righteous or you are not made righteous through the blood of the lamb or you are not. These people are of their father, the devil. The two verses I quote basically every one of these podcasts. They are of their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires, who was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. They are all lying. Joe Biden, I will never mandate the vaccine. He said that numerous times and then came into office and mandated it, knowing every single time he said he wouldn't mandate it, that he was going to mandate it. Just like Ursula van der Leyen when she said it was voluntary. And then in the same paragraph, in the same speech, not one minute later, said that it was mandatory. You're like, yeah, how, how, do they, you know, how do they put out such confusing language? It's not confusing. It's so that they can say, no, we told you it was mandatory. But even in the same speech, you, you told us that it wasn't. Well, you, know, you just misunderstood. They're bold-faced liars. All right, Dr. Eli David tweet. Breaking, here we go again. I'm surprised that she hasn't issued the, the obligatory statement yet. I'm, I'm surprised she hasn't put that out on Twitter, where you know what? She's thankful to have the disease she's vaccinated against. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, usually, usually people like Rochelle Walensky, as you can see here, breaking five times vaxxed, CDC five times vaxxed, CDC director Rochelle Walensky tested positive for COVID. Look at the date, 10-22-22, so she's tested positive for COVID. She's five times, I mean, that's an accomplishment. Five times vaccinated. A, a person who's thin, a person who's young, who has absolutely no chance of dying of COVID at all, statistically speaking, like I said in the last show, they've yet to show that one healthy child has died of COVID, but yet they want to vax everybody in the United States starting at six months old, want to make it mandatory in order for kids to go to school. They have to be vaccinated against the disease they have no chance of dying of, no chance of spreading, nothing. Oh, that's just a recommendation. Yeah, it was a recommendation when Joe Biden entered into office too for vaccines and it quickly turned into a mandate. But she hasn't put out the obligatory tweet that says, you know what, I am so thankful that I'm vaccinated. I'm so th- thankful that I'm vaccinated against the, the disease I currently have. 
She has yet to put that out. I'm surprised. I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. But remember what she promised. Now, this is a person. She's experiencing, of course, like they always say, mild symptoms because it would violate the political narrative if she was really sick. They all get on Paxlovid right away, which makes them sicker. And they all can't fight out this. Remember, what she's sick of right now is the BA5 and the BA4, the Omicron, which is absolutely nothing. It is a scratchy throat and a sore, you know, a sore throat, scratchy throat, runny nose, that's it. But nobody who has antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, and if you're five times vaxxed, you do, you don't have the ability to fight it off. That's why everybody, nine out of 10 hospitalizations, fully vaxxed. Nine out of 10 COVID deaths, fully vaxxed. That's the truth. That's why Rochelle Walensky will not release vaccinated hospitalization and death rates. COVID-19 vaccinated hospitalization and death rates. She won't release that information. Why, Why wouldn't they want to release it? And then people line up and take their medical advice. Amazing to me. But remember what she promised. She's currently sick, five times vaccinated, and currently sick with COVID. But here's the promises that she made. Play for me, Will. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. It's only about a 20-second video, but she managed to she managed to squeeze in four bold-faced lies in 20 seconds. That's an accomplishment too. She squeezed in five vaccinations in 30 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. And she squeezed in four lies in 20 seconds. These people are gifted liars because they belong to their father, the devil, who is the father of all lies. She says that if you're vaccinated, quote, you do not carry the virus. They carry 250 times the viral load of the unvaccinated person in their nasal pharynx. Number two, you will not get sick. So you don't carry the virus, so you can't transmit it. Bullface lie. You will not get infected. You will not, quote, you do not get sick. Bullface lie. She is now currently sick because all of the people around her who are also five times vaccinated gave her the virus. She said that this information that you can't transmit the virus and that the, that the vaccine stops transmission and infection, she says that that was found in the clinical trials completely wrong bold-faced lie it was never found in the clinical trials that just got exposed and by the european union again the only people that actually ask pfizer questions nobody that we have outside of Rand paul and a few others ask them any questions i haven't yet to see i've yet to see albert borla actually testify in front of senate, in front of our senate wonder why that is could it be because 75 members of our congress own Pfizer stock? I don't know. I mean, again, that's just coincidental. It's just coincidental that they own stock in the company they're mandating you to use. It's just strange. It's a strange coincidence. But she says that in the clinical trials, of the Pfizer clinical trials, that it stopped transmission and infection. But Pfizer just admitted at committee hearing in the European Union that they never even checked to see if it stopped transmission and infection. Imagine that. And then for 30 months of 15 days, well, it's less than that because the, the vaccine came out a year after. So take 12 months off of that. So 18 months or what? No, it'd be, it's still more than that. So what we had all of 2021. Yeah, basically 19 months or so we've had the vaccination. So they, they just admitted that they never bothered to even check. Now, this is after watching all the politicians, all the health experts for 30 months or eight, 20 months say that it stops transmission infection. Don't you think like Albert Borla or the head of Moderna or the head of AstraZeneca, 
all of which are mRNA, gene-altering therapeutics, not vaccines. Don't you think they would have actually come out and said, whoa, 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 pull it back, pull it back. It doesn't stop transmission infection. Or just say, we never checked to see. No, for 20 months straight, with all these people dropping dead all over the globe, unable now to fight off COVID because they have AD or getting capillary blood clotting. Don't you think that at some point, Albert Borla would have gone out and said over those last 20 months that people have been injected with their clot jab that they would have come out while all these politicians and health experts are saying, if you get like Michelle Lewinsky, if you get it, you won't get sick and you don't carry the virus. Why didn't Albert Borla come out and correct her? I mean, I'm just, I mean, it's like I said about Anthony Fauci. Why didn't Anthony Fauci come out and say, you know what? There's a strong possibility that this is a lab leak, that this is a, this is a man-made virus. Why didn't he do that? Because it doesn't serve his political, financial, or, or fame-whoring uh, goals. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, not, it's not expedient for him, for any of those things. So why hasn't Albert Borla come out, or any Pfizer executive come out and said, you know what? Pull it back. It never, and we never even checked. That was their testimony. It's, just, it's been put out all over social media. I played it on Thursday. Their executive testifying in front of the European Union said, we never checked the C if it stops transmission or infection. As the head of the CDC and, and, and the NIAID, Anthony Fauci, come out and say, and the head of the NIH, come out and say, and, and the president of the United States and the vice president of the United States and Justin Trudeau and the Democratic Party all come out and say, take the vaccine because it stops transmission and infection. Many Republicans came out and said it. Uh, pastors pimped and hoarded it from their pulpits. Many people put it on their church signs. You can come in if you're vaccinated. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. That's your QR code at Mark of the Beast on your phone. It's a vaccine passport. Then you can come into our Lutheran or Presbyterian church. And many, many Pentecostals and evangelical churches too. But they knew the whole time it didn't stop transmission infection. They never checked to see if it did. And never said, think about it. Think about what a guilty, what a guilty conscience you have. I mean, all these people are going out lying about your vaccine. You're raking in billions of dollars and you never say a word. You knowing the entire time, you never even checked to see if it stopped transmission infection. That's an absolute fact. Knowing the entire time, that 44% of the women in your clinical trial that were pregnant that took the vaccine miscarried, knowing that 1,200 people died, knowing that in your latest booster trials for Moderna and Pfizer, that you, like for, for Pfizer, who had 10 mice and all 10 never caught COVID. But the problem is none of the mice were ever exposed to COVID post-vaccination. Strange, isn't it? And then for the Moderna trial, they had eight mice and mice do not have the same immune system at all. It's not comparable at all to a human being. Eight mice for the Moderna trial. All eight mice caught COVID because they were actually exposed to COVID. And then they put out safe and effective. And the FDA, whose bioethics accountability is Anthony Fauci's wife in the NIH, put out, well, you know what? Safe and effective again. Safe and effective again. But the good news is in all of this is nobody's getting this last booster. That's what's great about it. Nobody's getting it. America has woken up. That is good news. Problem is, is that America hasn't repented. That's the problem. It's great if you're woken up and you say, you know what? I'm not buying into this garbage anymore. But if you ever come out and said, I was wrong for my initial buy-in back in 2020 and 2021. Have you ever said that? Especially if you as a Christian leader, have you ever, a pastor, a leader of a Christian organization, I hope maybe you're watching right now on CTN, 
that you are all in now. You're like, you know what? I'm not taking that, that, uh, that booster. I'm not going to pimp and hoard anymore like I did the first two. I'm not going to ever lock down again. I'm not going to ever mask again. But have you ever gone to your congregation or to your organization as the leader and said those vaunted three words, I was wrong for masking, wrong for locking down, wrong for vaccine, wrong for social distancing, wrong for alcohol gel stations. You ever done that? Because it's great to wake up but it's far greater to actually come out and repent. John Ziegler video, here is the dramatic evolution of Pfizer's CEO's position on whether the vaccine stops transmission. Play it for me. A lot of indications right now that uh, are telling us that there is uh, uh, a protection against uh, transmission of the disease. There is no variant that we have identified that escapes the protection of our vaccine. Yes, COVID to come now with a treatment of 90% effectiveness, you know, personally makes me a lot very proud about uh, it. And we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection against... It is necessary a fourth boost right now. The, the protection that you are getting from the third, it is uh, good enough actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths is not that good against infections but doesn't last so the last last part of the video it does good with hospitalization and death which is completely wrong it causes both and then second of all so that you're almost going in back now i'll just start at the beginning he starts off with 100 percent effective against transmission infection remember the entire time he never looked into, nor did anybody of his, on his staff, nor did any of his clinical personnel, nor did anybody in his clinical trials actually ever look into, as testified to at the European Union, does this vaccination stop transmission and infection? He went out and said that it was 100% effective against stopping transmission and infection. And then the last part of the video, he goes, it doesn't do much against transmission and infection, but it's great against hospitalization and death. That's the evolution. Now, did he know the entire time? Yes! He either knew or purposely didn't know. It's either malfeasance or purposeful malfeasance, which both are malfeasance, not misfeasance. Misfeasance is basically ignorance. Malfeasance is stupidity. You knew better in saying it and doing it anyway. He knew they never looked into transmission and infection and pimped and hoard that it stopped transmission and infection for the last 20 months. We're almost at two years of this vaccine coming up in December. He knew. So he starts off with 100% effective against transmission infection. Then it became 90% effective and then it, uh, against transmission infection. Then it became, quote, limited against transmission infection. Then he said, basically, no good. You're going to need five shots. It benefits him in every way, shape, or form. Where is the, where is the public acknowledgement of I was wrong? And you see, Christians... If Albert Borla doesn't know, who loves to butcher the unborn, member, speaker at the World Economic Forum, loves all of that. And he does never, he never comes out and actually makes a, you know, rescinds anything that he says, never takes back anything that he says. If that's you, never acknowledges I was wrong, then you're following, look at who you're emulating. If you're a Christian, look at who you're emulating if you never come out and say, I was wrong. It's not good enough just to jump on board because nobody knows what's right and wrong that follows you. You have to come out and say, I was wrong. I was wrong about Derek Chauvin. I came out and said three times that, Derek, that George Floyd was murdered by Derek Chauvin. I said it. But you know why? Because my head was inserted three feet up my rectum and I needed to be pulled out. 
I was wrong. See, everybody, repeat after me. Major church leader that's watching right now on the Christian television network or small church pastor that masked, vaxxed, social distance, COVID clumped, limited attendance, Zoom messages, Zoom services. And nobody in your church has ever said you or has ever heard you say these words. Repeat after me. You ready? Just like I had to do with Derek Chauvin. I was wrong. Will you do it? If my people who are called by my, by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn from their wickedness, turn from their wicked ways. Second Chronicles 7:14. Yes, masking was wicked because it's a lie. Social distancing is, is wicked because it's a lie. Any response to COVID beyond a common cold or the flu outside of the morbidly obese and 80 to 90 year olds is a lie. Nobody should have ever stayed home from their jobs. Never should have arrows pointing directions up and down grocery store aisles. Six feet distance was pulled out of the butt of Scott Gottlieb, who is on the board of Pfizer. He's the one who made up six foot distancing out of nowhere. It's her, him, and Deborah Burst. Should it be 12? Or should it be, you know, should it be five? Or should it be four? Should it be 30? Oh, you know, let's do six. That's how they did it. And all the Christians just adhere, right, to whatever the world and the baby butchers tell them to do. Amazing to me amazing to me here's where pfizer stood the whole time right here is there this is their twitter feed this is what they put up look at the date on the bottom january 13 2021 that's two months after their 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 that's well actually it's one month after they came out with their vaccine let's look at their promises now have they ever publicly rescinded any of this have they ever publicly retracted any of this no they just do what all the christian all their pastors do they just add on to whatever they've done They've never come out. It's very Christ-like to do what? To publicly confess your sins. Confess your faults one to another, James 5, 16. Confess your sins, 1 John 1, 9. Not just add on and, you know what, we're just going to let that go. You know what, now we're doing this and now we're doing that. Now we're on board. No, you need to say something or you're just like these demonic people. The ability to vaccinate at speed to gain herd immunity and stop stop transmission. They knew when they put this out, they've never checked to see if it stops transmission. They knew it and put it out anyway. And all the Christians lined up to take their vaccination. 200 million Americans, 200 million Americans took a Pfizer-style vaccination. Stop transmission is our highest priority, their highest priority into something that they never actually checked. Never actually checked. That was their highest priority. To stop transmission is our highest priority. This is a lot of, there is a lot of work ahead. And our focus is supporting points of vaccination as that's key to increasing the volume of people getting vaccinated every day because they want to stop transmission using a vaccination that doesn't stop transmission or infection. You know, I've been, this is something I want to squeeze in a couple of these before we go tonight. This is a we will win video. I'm switching into politics now. Obviously, November 8th, just a few weeks away. And it's got to be a landslide red tsunami. And it will be because look at these Democratic Party politicians. Let's start off with noted COVID tyrant, Governor Michelle Grissom Grisham out of New Mexico. Play it for me, Will. Here we go again. This is what 25 years in government gets you. This gets you a governor who wants to play Jeopardy. She wants to go and get Alex Trebek wound up. Let me see what I can ask. And let me tell you something, Governor, people have had enough of the political games. It's garbage at this point. And, and let's talk about this. You said you've been more transparent than any governor in history. Governor, 
you grabbed a male staffer's crotch, a gay male, and then you said, is there anything down there? You then paid him $150,000, Governor, and then you made him shut up about it. And now you have the gall to sit up here and not only victimize James Hallinan, but you re-victimize him. If you remember back, you said during the Andrew Cuomo scandal, if you don't believe those who go and bring these charges, then you're re-victimizing. So you're victimizing, re-victimizing, and now, and the topper of all toppers, you're creating yourself as the victim. Governor, this is the sort of thing that people cannot stand. You've never come clean. You've never said, look, I made a mistake. Here we go. You've just continued to lie about this issue time after time after time. And let me tell you about experience. Experience, especially the experience we need in this office, is someone with character. Someone who has been in tough situations and doesn't lie about them, doesn't belittle people, and doesn't try to shrink other people to make themselves feel better. You, on a regular basis, do that in every single way. You shut down stores, and then you go jewelry shopping. You shut down our ability to see our families, and then you hold parties. And then you keep our kids out of school, and you roll up to Navajo Lake, and you have a party with your friends while we're on lockdown. You are a hypocrite, Governor. Perfect last statement. You are a hypocrite, Governor. Remember, it's hierarchical hypocrisy. It's not that they sit there and go, yeah, we're being hypocrites, but we love it anyway. It's because they believe that they are entitled because they are a left-wing bourgeois elitist. It's not just, it's not hypocrisy in their eyes. It's that they are above you. She grabs the crotch of a gay staffer and says, is anything down here? And then is advocating that you must believe all victims, but yet, and we're not supposed to believe the one that she victimized. Hierarchical hypocrisy. Hierarchical hypocrisy. It's like all the 1-6 people. You mean you have Jamie Raskin on the 1-6 committee? Jamie Raskin is a notorious, notorious election denier. Anytime a Republican wins, here comes Jamie Raskin. I'm, I'm denying these electors. I'm challenging these electors. But if you and I do it, it's treason. And then you have, of course, Governor Grisham. She locks down, just like Nancy Pelosi locked down all hair salons except for the one that she attends. Then she went in. and they go, So Grisham locks down all the stores. Then she goes shopping. She locks down people's family gatherings. And what does she do? You know, just, just, like, just, just like Gretchen Whitless, just like Gretchen Whitless from, from Michigan, she goes and vacations in Florida, locks down all of her citizens, locks down all her constituents, and then flees her dictates to Florida. She flees her own dictates and goes to Florida. The same thing with Governor Grisham. These people are hierarchical hypocrites who want nothing more to control your life. It's all part of a system of leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant. Now, do all these people know that's the end game? No, the very higher, the very higher up, the highest, the highest in that structure, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, people at that level, no. The rest, a lot of people like like Grisham, the governor of New Mexico. She may just be a useful, useful idiot. Maybe same thing with wretched, wretched witless, where these people get promised temporal power if you just go ahead and usher forward our, our tyrannical agenda. But they get, they, even though these people see that it's a tyrannical agenda where you're locking people down, forcing masks, forcing vax, can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR code and mark of the beast on their phone. They know it's tyrannical, but since they're gaining and since they're capitulating, 
since they're complying, they think that they'll always have the favor of the tyrants. It never works out that way. Never does. These people are hierarchical hypocrites. Onward to another hypocrite. Here we have Ilan Omar, arrested 23 times, daughter of a Somali terrorist, committed marriage and immigration fraud because she was married to her brother. That's an absolute fact. ISIS and Al-Qaeda sympathizer making a mockery of the U.S. government. Why are you bringing this up now? Because all these people are up for election. They need to lose. And listen, things are going well right now. Things are going well. Democrats are having to spend 80% of their funds on defending seats. Republicans are spending 80% of their funds on taking seats they didn't previously have. Go to the next one for me, Will. America Rising. Now, this is Tim, Tim Ryan. He, these, are, these are the worst of all Democrats who come out. And like Mark Kelly out of Arizona, they'll say that they are, you know, they're basically, they're neutral. You know, they're willing to reach across the aisle. You know, they're, they're not hardcore leftists, whatever. But they are, Tim Ryan votes 100% with Joe Biden, so does Mark Kelly. So does this sound like somebody who's going to stand up to Chuck Schumer if he beats J.D. Vance in Ohio? Play it for me. I'm going to tell you two real quick stories because Senator Schumer's here and I want to make sure he's my future boss, so I got to suck up a little bit here <laughs> title that video is does this sound like a man who, would, who wouldn't vote for chuck schumer here's another one blake masters destroys opponent play it for me will i've been focused on the border since day one on this job i'm down there all the time i was on the phone this week just you know with mayor nichols of yuma sheriff daniels of cochise county talking about what more we need for border patrol and immigration that, my friends, we're is working, called evasion. We're, we're, we're working to raise Border Patrol pay by 18, 18%. I've got legislation to do that. I've been focused on the border since day one. Okay. You, I, you know, we have no great effects because we have a wide-open southern border. So if that's the best you it, can do, I respectfully request you resign. Been, and let's get someone in the seat who will actually secure our border. Border's wide open, but he's down there. He's focused, and he's talking about it. Love you all. God bless you. And I'm telling you. The devil is not going to have this nation. And you're, the American people are not going to spend their lives being on 90 different medications, sick and afflicted. It's time for revival. It's time for the fire of God to set this generation free. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. I stand unequivocally on the word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible.